<laughs> I want to drink a fruity cock. And I don't take it black, so. Fucking blast this dick right now. So yeah, now, we can, yeah. now we all can beat off. Warning, this audio recording is rated for mature audiences only and contains extremely foul language such as cock, tits, fuck, douchebag, or moist. The podcast you are about to listen to does not reflect the views, opinions, or values of the TrendingTopicsNetwork.com or even the podcasters on this show themselves. We always want to remind you that you should always drink responsibly and never drink and drive. Abandon all hope, ye who listens. I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside, the audio podcast for your ear hole delight. Uh, unfortunately, we have to record from our individual locations as where we live has no responsibility of understanding how COVID works. So joining me this evening, your host, Carp. However, joining your host, Carp, we have from the Money Bank, C-Money. Yo, yo. We have from the phys- physical media location, Phil. Hey, hey. We have our boy BB sitting around near the train tracks because that's where his house is located near. In the building. And our very own residential proud boy, Mr. Old School. I swear to God, I'm not pulling a tubin on this call. (laughs) Are Uh, you pulling your tubin? Good times. For those who are unaware, just look up Jeffrey Tubin on Google. Actually, maybe <laughs> not maybe if you're in not. the place. <laughs> look up, look yeah. up beating off on a fucking Zoom call <laughs> and you're a CNN. But, but do it while you're presenting on a live Zoom call. Oh, fucking God. <laughs> make, make sure it's <laughs> one of those incognito windows. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can't wait the 30 seconds. Ah! <laughs> it was an aggressive. Uh, that, that was pretty aggressive. Okay, so uh, unfortunately we are in our individual locations so we each have our own individual beers this evening uh we'll start with bb what you drinking i got a vagabond called the soleil levant and uh it's a yuzu wheat ale japanese inspired wheat ale with yuzu and exotic citrus so it's pretty good okay well would you give it out of five out of five uh give it a four very cool old school what you drinking from uh, this is the, actually the last of my Stonehooker beers. This is the Sue Wester IPA West Coast India Pale Ale, six point three percent alcohol, sixty seven IBU. What would you rate the beer after tasting it? Uh, we'll give it a three. Very cool. See money. What you drinking? Tonight I am drinking a juice box because I'm like Donald Trump. No, uh, the beer is called Juice Box Hazy IPA, and it's from Sons of Kent, and it is made in Chatham, Ontario, I guess. And it's uh, actually very, very clean, very, very refreshing. I give this a four. Very cool, Mixmaster Phil or Physical Media Phil. Yes. From uh, Alma, Quebec, uh, Riverbend uh, Microbrasserie, 
I'm drinking their Blueberry Berliner Weisse, coming in at uh, 5.6% uh, ABV. It is a very, very refreshing uh, Berliner Weisse. I give it a, uh, a 3.75. As for me, I am drinking from La Bruxa Brasserie Artisanale from St. Julie, Quebec. Back order IPA number 10. It is a New England IPA coming in at 6.2% alcohol by volume. Uh, very tasty. You do not taste the 6.2%. Hoppy, not overly hoppy, very juicy, very tropical, very tasty. I'm going to give it a 3.75. And gentlemen, uh, we go for the virtual. Clink. That's like glass shatters. Oh, God, that one's uh, all yeah. over my laptop, my recording <laughs> equipment. And that ends this episode of <laughs> Exactly, yeah. You just hear me getting electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> A WWE level fucking explosion. <laughs> yeah, for no reason. Like the whole Titan yeah, the Tron just went up. on the keyboard. He's got fucking fire and sparks everywhere. <laughs> Good times. Just like my lim- limousine exploding, even though it. Uh, didn't don't happen. do that, Chris Benoit. <laughs> uh, that's fine. You'll be back next week. Yep, exactly. All right, gentlemen. So let's get to some articles. Unfortunately, we can't do cannot do another beer tasting. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. We can do a beer taste again because I still have a whole bunch of beer from our lovely YouTube interviews, which you could see on the YouTube channel. So from just, excuse me, excuse me, justbeerapp.com, we're going to do a quiz. What style of beer should you drink according to your personality type? This article came out in July of 2019. Which beer matches my personality the most? What beer style should I drink based on my personality? If you've ever asked yourself these questions while flipping through a beer menu, take this fun beer style quiz to find the perfect beer for you. So I'll record our results. You guys give me what you think uh, your preferable answer is below. Uh, So I got the pen and paper. We're already good with that. Let's find out what beer personality we are. Question number one, you're drinking something that is not beer. Blast me. (laughs) What is it? A, black coffee. B, a mocha. C, a fruity cocktail. D, red wine. E, tea or Mountain Dew. I don't understand how that's the same. Or F, sake. <laughs> it's like so fucking polar opposite. Coming <laughs> or get or Jack's Mountain Dew. And I guess they're like going for sweet, sugary. Sweet, sugary. Yeah, uh, it's got to be. All right, we're going to start with C Money. What's your, uh, what's your preferred drink here? So this is actually a tough one because as for those that listen to this podcast, I can tell you what he's not picking. (laughs) Well, see that's that's exactly, that's exactly where I'm not going actually. So again, when I'm not drinking beer, that's the question, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, black coffee, I actually do enjoy black coffee a lot. It's, it's one of those things that I generally don't like to put a lot of sugar or milk or cream, whatever. I like it straight black. So I would probably say black coffee is what I would drink more than anything if it's not beer. Cool. Phil. Oof. Yeah, I'm not a big coffee drinker, even though – and I don't take it black, so. Um, well, that's going to start the show. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the whites, and I yeah. don't take it black. <laughs> better, get, better get all these jokes in before Jan. <laughs> uh, I'd go for – it's weird, but tea and or Mountain Dew. Okay. Oof. I have Bettis. <laughs> Mr. Old School. Yeah, um, I'm not drinking tea or swamp juice or whatever the fuck. Th- I, I know what your answer is. Made of. No, it's mocha. It's B. But I just. No, that's I, wrong. 
What do you mean it's wrong? It's what we all know. We all know a C. We all know it's C. Yeah, we all know. Well, you want me? You just want me to don't say, phase it. No, no, no. Hold on. You just want me to say C because then Carp will cut cut out tail and he'll say I, <laughs> out and he'll say I want to drink a fruity cock. That's exactly what he wants. That's me to beginning the episode. Great. <laughs> and you also I gave him a sample right knows. now. Now here's, here's the thing. Regardless if I said it or not, he would have fucking cut it out and made it sound like I sounded. He said I said fruity cock. So um, he cuts out fruity as well. It's yeah, just, exactly, just cock. I drink. I just, just want to drink I, a cock. I drink cock. No joke. Even though I'm the recipient, that's going to be hilarious listening to it later. Well, at least he didn't go f sake. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll go uh, a mocha, please. Okay, BB. I drink coffee all day, man. Hey, black I coffee. thought he was going <laughs> the audio cut. I thought he was going cock too. <laughs> uh, oh, terrible. I, I mean, I usually don't drink straight black coffee or mochas uh, unless it's like an occasion. Fruit cocktail just doesn't exist in the real world to me. Go for the swamp thing, juice. Red wine. I'm going to go tea or Mountain Dew because I do like to occasionally get that redneck out of me. All right. What's your ideal vacation? A, strip club, uh, Vegas. Strip clubs, gambling, and pool parties are my jam. B, I'd love to rent a house on a lake where I can canoe and fish. C, anywhere it's warm where I can relax and drink great beer with friends and family. D, I don't really like to leave my home. We know whose answer that is. <laughs> e, I'll go anywhere if someone else plans it for me. Or F, Europe, I want to explore and learn about new cultures. We'll go, we'll start with Phil. I would lean more towards F, but not Europe. <laughs> for some reason, this, this uh, white supremacist website only goes for Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so we got F for Phil. Old school. Yeah. So you guys figure I'm probably going to pick D because I'm an introvert and I don't want to leave the house. I just want to, for clarification, I don't mind going places. It's just getting there I don't like. So if I could teleport, that'd be great. Until then, I'm staying yeah. home. So your answer is still D. <laughs> it's, just, it's, still, it's still D. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. BB. Yeah, man, I'll go anywhere, but I hate making plans. So E, anywhere, as long as someone else makes the plans. Nice. I'm stuck between A and C because we haven't got to hang out in a while and actually drink great beer with friends and family. Uh, and I've never been to Vegas. And I'm pretty sure I'd end up with alcohol poisoning. Oh, in Vegas. you would love Vegas. Vegas is so you. Uh, <laughs> my ideal vacation, though, because it's not really a vacation if it's Vegas. You're, you're constantly going balls to the wall. So if it comes to vacation... Oh, dude, you can do anything you want in <laughs> Vegas. You could, if you want, just gamble and drink. You could just you sit go, in you your could room. Be fucking Celine Dion, you know, or whatever. You could just eat Burger King if you want. Or you can go and shoot machine guns and fucking paraglide. You could do whatever you want, dude. You could, sh- you could Wait, shoot what? kittens. You could whatever. Can you say shoot and go to Paraguay? No, shoot, shoot paraglide. Paraglide. Can you paraglide and paraglide. shoot? You could do anything. Literally, I've looked up everything, and you can do it in Vegas. <laughs> So it's like the uh, song, that song New York, but this is actually Vegas. Uh, okay, realistically, we've said it on the show many times. Europe, I want to go drink beer in Germany, Belgium, uh, and all the places. So uh, I would love to go to Europe as I've also never been to Europe. Just scratch so, out the part about learning about new cultures and just <laughs> learn about new beers. That's yeah, all. yeah. So if replace cultures with beers. English, yeah, that's all. Go yeah. for it. Uh, so see money. 
your ideal vacation. I'm pretty sure I know which one it is. Yeah, you, you know, like, look, so here's the reality. I've been to <laughs> Vegas literally about 27 times and I'm done with it. So that's done. That's off my list for sure. Uh, I definitely like the idea of going to like, again, not necessarily Europe, but places to like explore. But to be honest, as a vacation to just chill and relax, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my fishing game on. Yeah. I can, I can always pick some reason I picture you renting a houseboat one day. I do it. Just sitting on the back deck and casting your line out. No family. (laughs) Awesome. Question number three, you're watching a movie night. Oh, sorry, you're having a movie night. What are you watching? A, anything action-packed like Avengers. B, a movie I can learn from like a World War II documentary. C, something lighthearted and funny like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or Fever Pitch. D, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> e, I don't care, I'll watch whatever Netflix recommends. Or F, a love story with a great soundtrack like Titanic. Start with... Titanic. Old school. Then have a good love story. Uh, soundtrack or either. A. A. Action flick. BB. A. Action. I'm also A for action. C money. This is the most Canadian vote ever. A. <laughs> so it's yeah. E with an H, but there's no H option. So. Yeah. And Phil. <laughs> well, A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was waiting for you to say, like, oh, you simpletons. I'm going to pick B. I need to learn. <laughs> no, I'm just going to cut. <laughs> I'm just gonna kill myself with eternal sunshine to spot this morning. <laughs> ah, perfect. Question number four: What is your spirit animal? A. Lion, king of the jungle, baby. B. Tortoise, old and wise. C. Falcon, keen eyesight and strong talons. D. Liger, Napoleon Dynamite. Anyone? E. Hippopotamus, chill, likes to swim, and mostly herbivores. And F. An ox. They are big, strong, and pretty cool looking. We'll start with BB. I'm going C, Falcon. E for myself, because I'm on the way to beating that size. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. By by eating mostly grass. Yeah, and the occasional human that's going uh, across the swamp. Mm -hmm. And there's a game based on me, which people like smash really hard to make sure I eat those little marbles. Uh, C money. This is a stupid question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like TMNT, so tortoise. <laughs> so that's my that's my reasoning. None of it makes sense to me. Uh, Phil. Uh, Falcon punch. And old school. My actual spirit animal was Grumpy Cat. R.I.P. So if I guess I'm looking for <laughs> slow and methodical, it's going to be a tortoise. Question five. How many questions are there? Let's just check this real quick. Sixteen. Fifteen. Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, 107. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's the episode. All to find out what Disney princess we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst. Are you sure this isn't a Tinder question? Yeah, exactly. It's like Mulan. She's not even a princess. It's bullshit. See, this is a trick to get all your passwords and stuff. Yeah. So the next question is going to be your mother's maiden name, the street you grew up on, and things uh, like that. Motherfucking Russians. Always <laughs> motherfucking Russians. Question number five. If you were a cookie, what kind of cookie would you be? Wow. A, an ice cream cookie. B, oatmeal raisin cookie with pecans. C, M&M cookie. D, white chocolate macadamia nut cookie. E, chocolate chip cookie. F, snickerdoodle. I'm going to start. I'm going to go classic chocolate chip cookie. That's one of my most favorite. See money. So ironically, some foolish people used to call me white chocolate because of basketball. <laughs> For anyone who knows Jason Williams, that's the reason yeah. why. But honestly, my vote, I can never, ever, ever turn down an ice cream cookie. Phil. 
What a weird question. If you were a cookie, what kind of cookie would you be? Like, you want to get eaten? <laughs> is this like a survival thing where you pick like the, the shittiest one? So no one the raisin one. Raisin yeah. one for sure. Yeah. Oatmeal <laughs> raisin cookie with pecan so that like it's disgusting. So not even old people can, can eat it because that's pecans. <laughs> is pecans the bad thing there or is raisins? Uh, oh, raisins. <laughs> Ra- just what a stupid it. fucking mix. <laughs> like oatmeal. Uh, that's a weird fucking mix, man. What a weird question. Uh, if you, if I could be a. If you were a cookie. What cookie? Yeah. Would you if be? I were. Ugh. Stop overthinking it and eat a cookie. I know exactly. I'll have a. I'll. I'll be an M M&M and M cookie. M&M I'll be. Cookie. I'll be the colors of the rainbow. Awesome. Old school. Paint with all the colors of the film. Oh man, I love some nuts and chocolate <laughs> in my mouth, but. The, you lost me at white chocolate. It was just chocolate macadamia That was the problem nut. for me. Yeah. yeah. What's this white chocolate? I fucking I got side. We're gonna we're gonna go to a side note here. I, I had Starbucks the other day and I asked for a mocha and I got a white mocha. Oh, it's, it's so not gross. the same. It's not yeah. the fucking same. Nope. A. <laughs> a ice cream cookie and BB. Going M and M cookie. Hip hop. Nice. <laughs> spaghetti. Spaghetti. See, I like the following, like a lot of these places have shit articles following this one. More of a donut person, check out these amazing donut and beer pairings. So that'll have to be next episode. Nice. That we talk about it or when we can finally get in person again and drink beer together. All right. Six, question number six. It's a Saturday night. Okay. It's a Saturday night when the world isn't taken over by a pandemic. What are you doing? A, I'm at the local bar drinking brews, watching the game with my friends. B, I'm at home about to snuggle into bed with a cup of tea. C. I'm down for anything. Karaoke, house party, board game night, you name it, I'm there. D, I bought my Ouija, I brought my Ouija board and I'm trying to summon the dead. E, well, I'm, no sinking in, <laughs> I'm sinking into the couch watching a movie with my dog. Or F, I've got tickets to the opera. We're going to go, we're going to start with BB. I'm going C. C. I'm down for anything, especially if it's a house party. Awesome. Old yes. school. Fucking right. I'm down for C, but I want karaoke, man. I love, I'm obsessed with karaoke. Board game nights are fun. Uh, but if I could almost like kind of mix somebody's, but if I had to like, pick. Like a B and a C? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll like A the C a little bit. Uh, let's go with C, I guess. C. Phil. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, more of a C person. God, got to miss everything on that list. <laughs> C money. When in doubt, go with C, but I desperately miss watching sports at a bar with mm. the boys. Yeah. There's fucking nothing on, too. There's NFL and tennis. Well, I saw, a me- I saw a meme today that made me very happy. It was Drake doing a fist pump, and it was like 50 more days until NBA comes back already. So <laughs> I'm, happy. I'm happy. So it is uh, between C and A normally, but like what I was doing before the pandemic was I was at my local bar drinking new beers and watching – Sports, so it's it's A. Yeah. Question number seven. You have a huge assignment due tomorrow that you forgot about. What do you do? A, meh, I'll sweet talk my teacher slash boss into letting me have a couple extra days. B, ha, me? Forgetting about an assignment? Never. I started on the day I found out about it. C, I'll try my best to finish it tonight, but I will have to deal with the consequences. D, first I meditate as it helps reduce stress. And then I'll finish the assignment before bed. E, I'll think of the perfect excuse as to why I didn't get it done. F, I will stay up all night long no matter what. It's a lot of options. Start with old school. I'll take D, but only if I could replace meditate with doing a tubing. <laughs> <laughs> 
for tubing your tubing. Tube it out. Tube it out. Tube it out. Phil. C, whatever happens, happens. C money. What are the options again? A, meh, oh, yeah, okay, sweet okay. talk, my boss. Okay. So reality is normally I would try to like use the silver tongue and try to get away with some shit, but the reality is I'm the master procrastinator, so I get my best work done last second, so I'm going to go with C. Very long, awkward pause. E. <laughs> I usually try and bullshit my way through things, or I just generally don't do them. So. <laughs> Life in general. <laughs> yeah, uh, B. Uh, B, B. Yeah, but I'm going A. Try to get me those extra days to get it done. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Question number eight. What is your favorite spot to order a sandwich or burger and fries? A, McDonald's. B, Arby's, which apparently just bought like a bunch of places. I didn't even know Arby's was rich. Uh, C, Wendy's. <laughs> they have the meats, man. Yeah. Uh, D, Shake Shack, which we don't have in Canada. E, In-N-Out Burger, which we don't have in Canada. Or F, Popeye's Louis- Louisiana Chicken. Phil. For some reason, it says kitchen, for the record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for some it's reason. kind of weird. It's a kitchen from Louisiana. I'm a huge fan of Shake Shack. See money. A lot of people don't know about that place. Uh, but yeah, Shake Shack. It, most people go for in and out because it's like the big thing that you're supposed to do. In it's the like state. the East Coast, West Coast thing. hundred percent. Yeah. Shake, Shake Shack, the fact that they've got great burgers and shakes, mm-hmm. double damage. So yeah. the- I've unfortunately not been to enough of these places, so I'll stick with Old Faithful McDonald's. And old school. Dope too. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I don't have it a lot, and when I do have it, I really enjoy it. But because we don't have a Popeyes here, yeah. but when we when I go to To the T dot the six, I always fucking I'm always <laughs> okay, Drake. Okay, yeah. calm down there. <laughs> I'm always hitting some Popeyes, so we gotta go with that. When are you dropping your next single? Yeah, how's your hotline bling? Yeah. Just a comment on the cell phone, beating off watching yeah. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That was terrible. Uh, number nine, you're wearing headphones. What's playing? A, Old Town Road by Little Na- Lil Nas X or the top 40 hits on Spotify. Or as B, Trump would say, Little Nas X. Sundown, you better take it. B, Gordon Lightfoot's Greatest Hits. C, something chill and relaxing like Waves by Miguel and Casey Musgraves. D, nothing actually. I just wear these so people don't talk to me. <laughs> They're so old oh. school. <laughs> take, yeah. E, Take It Easy by the Eagles. Or F, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights by Meatloaf. There should be Fuck. E, this which is, is podcasts. Yeah, no, when's the last time I actually listened to like yeah. music? On this the, is like the cookie question all over again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with C Money. Oh, fuck. Like, can we rip out the old town road and then I'll just listen to the top forty hits? Like, yeah, it's or or the top or the top forty hits. So yeah, so you can just or it. I'm oring it because I fucking (laughs) despise that song. (laughs) Old town road needs to die. Uh, Myself, if it so, I I would replace like let's say "Take It Easy" by the Eagles by something like Led Zeppelin. I would listen to. Oh, if we're going there, yeah, for sure. If we can switch the band, Uh, obviously. So now you're just saying like play my yeah. favorite music. Yeah, so you're supposed to meatloaf with put put some Wu Tang. Yeah. So no, no, no. But that like style, like the Eagles, is more or less like yeah, maybe something close. Rock, to it. Yeah. You know, something classic, similar to classic it, rock. I've honestly, I've never listened to this Old Town Road. You've heard yes, it for sure. Yeah, I'm sure I've heard it probably at at 
not concerts, uh, the football games and stuff. Dude, you um, sung about karaoke last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, at the super spreader event I went to. So. Exactly, you yeah. broke all you broke all protocols, but yeah, but you were you were amazing. Yeah. That's why I got my flu shot today. Yeah, the closest I would honestly listen to here is E. So, uh, BB. I'm gonna go with C. Something chill and relaxing. Old school. Or <laughs> A. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm like, do I see another or no? Uh, and Phil, guess the closest thing would be uh, or. I'm just creating. Uh, it's, I'm just creating G Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu Tang forever. For the children, G podcast H Wu Tang. I know exactly. <laughs> Podcasts uh, about Wu Tang. I Psycho Stick. Uh, <laughs> God, yes, that's that's made for you, Carp. All right, number ten. What's your favorite candy? Arthur's hey. Originals. <laughs> What are you, like in 80? Arthur's Originals. A, Starburst. B, Twizzlers. C, Chocolate Orange. D, Sour Keys. E, Any Chocolate Bar. Or F, Werther's Originals. Get that lint out of your we pocket. Start with me. I don't know. I love Starburst. So, hey, BB. E, Chocolate Bar. <laughs> chocolate Bar. So good. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll second that uh, BB chocolate bar. <laughs> Phil. I will also go with the chocolate bar. And C Money. C Money is 800 years old. He's going to go for Werther's Original. <laughs> That's all he gave out Dude, at get, Halloween. Get off my lawn. Get That's off all. my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like buckets and buckets of Werther's. He just gave a Werther's Original. Yeah. The kids are like, what the fuck is this? You want a hard candy? Eat yeah. this shit from my yeah. pocket with my yeah. lip. Exactly. Have this uh, with a complimentary version of 12 rounds too. You have the candy sliding down. You're getting, you're, getting, yeah. you're getting an apple and a fucking toothbrush for Halloween. Ooh, ooh. Apple with razor blades? Yeah, God. <laughs> that, that never happened, fake news. All right, so happened I, I'm either... People. I'm either chocolate bar or Twizzlers. Mm. There's more options with chocolate bar, so I'll go chocolate bar. Or sorry, chocolate bar. <laughs> Any chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. Question number 11. What's your favorite sport? A, hockey. Any day at the ODR is a good day. I guess that comes big country's answer. B, golf. It's the perfect game that allows you to enjoy the outdoors. C, baseball for sure. Let's go Jays. Six. D. Wow. I love any sport involved in the Summer Olympics, gymnastics, fencing, equestrian, jumping, you name it. E. Whatever is playing at the sports bar is good for me. Or F. Football. CFL or NFL. I don't care. Let's start going random here. Phil. There's no spelling bee in here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess that's where's, under where's Olympics. Math? I thought yeah. it was a sport. Because no, we, we were actually at a, at, a, at a bar and then... That's the only thing they had because I guess they had like ESPN eight the Ocho on or something. <laughs> it always comes down to like the Asian kid versus the crazy. They're Indian. all no, but like the fi- the finals were like all Indian kids. Yeah, and then one yeah. white girl. Yeah, and at first we were making fun of it. By the end, like two hours in, like a couple beers in, we're so entrapped, like we're so engrossed. We're like, yes, no doubt. <laughs> oh, go little Indian kid. My real answer would be, I guess, I guess hockey. Yeah, hockey. Yeah, hockey. Hey. Uh, old school. Uh, out of what's listed here, we're going to go for the J's. C. C money. I don't know why every time these stupid questions come up, they don't have like the thing that I like more. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking it's Werther's original. No, there's not even basketball here. It's really, that's, that's my point, right? Like, they, don't, coffee, they don't have the sports. So like, Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. It's not like complaining about like, where's professional wrestling? But. <laughs> hey, side note, this is obviously Canadian, right? Because mm. fucking Gordon Lightfoot, go yeah, 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 that's a good point. This is yeah. clearly a Canadian. Yeah. Uh, so I, normally I would say hockey, but 
lately I haven't been so fucking fed up of hockey, so I'm going to go football. C- uh, not CFL, specifically NFL. BB. They didn't put basketball, so I'm going <laughs> on E, whatever's playing at the sports bar. Actually, that's probably a better bet because then I could potentially get basketball. So you're switching <laughs> to E, C money? I'm going to switch to E. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hockey, even though I love abusing myself by watching the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> What? Oh, NW fucking ads I just got. NW dollar. That's eight dollars for an NW. High speed herbal oh. thing. Yep. Is this wish.com? Right. Twelve. <laughs> you plan a night out with your friends and everyone bails last minute, cocksuckers. What do you do? <laughs> a hell no. I'll never talk to those friends again. B, I'm upset right now but I know I'll get over it. C, I was secretly hoping they would bail so I could have a night in alone. <laughs> D, show up to the houses and force them to go out with me. E, meh, no biggie. We'll try again next weekend. F, fuck it. I'm going out alone. I'll start. F, I have no problem going out alone. Phil. Uh, what's the two, top two? A, hell no. B, I'm upset. Yeah, B. Okay, so B for Phil. Uh, we're going to go old school. Yeah, I I don't like other people. Let's go. Uh, let's go with C. Yeah. That was my bet. See money. I'm more of a meh guy. So E and BB. Fuck it. I'll go myself. Yeah. Question 13. Whose company do you prefer the most? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> having <laughs> friends and family and stuff. Yeah, yeah. A, coworkers or my coworkers. B, my significant other. C, my family. D, dead people. E, my friends. F, myself. F myself. <laughs> that was deliberate by that guy for yeah. sure. I'll start with BB. <laughs> My family. Oh, that's that's nice. That's C money. Is she in the room right now? Is that yeah, is that, are you being held at gunpoint? What's going on? <laughs> oh, family for sure, man. <laughs> now he's fucking pressuring me into answering that. I know. <laughs> So see money family no, man. No, no, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this answer and you can read it as you will. Mm-hmm. C <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Yeah, no, easily E. Old school? Yeah, I'll just go F myself. <laughs> and uh, Wow, you don't not even your B? Not I even mean, your Yeah. Uh, uh, B, B, I don't think B listens since we've been home. Okay. She won't listen to podcasts at home, so I, I'll go off myself. Okay, great. <laughs> As she's in the other room right now. <laughs> Building your voodoo doll. That's why Stabbing she's getting ready it. to hang out with dead people. Mm. <laughs> Number, four- <laughs> Number 14. What do you usually order for dessert? A, anything that comes with a sparkler. B, a dessert that has flavors of <laughs> a dessert that has flavors of coffee. C fruitcake. D macaroons. E I like plain vanilla ice cream. F sticky toffee. Anything if it has caramel on it, I'm ordering it. We'll start with C money. These are like the jobbers of desserts. I know. <laughs> Fuck. Go uh, with the sparkler. I'm gonna go with the uh, sticky icky icky. Okay. <laughs> BB. Uh, I'll go with that dessert that tastes like coffee. I'll stick with the sticky icky coffee, toffee. Phil? G bacon. Uh, <laughs> dude, don't, don't put my favorite thing in the world. No, <laughs> Can I change my previous answer to bacon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of family or friends, it's like hang out with bacon. Bacon. <laughs> G bacon. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, uh, I'd go for uh, anything that 
has a flavor of coffee. And old school. We're going for plain vanilla. <laughs> I knew you <he> fucking Snoop <laughs> wow. Dobbs motherfucker. Wow. Uh, wow. Keep it simple. And you said I take the Werther's originals. <laughs> fucking oh. old man. Guaranteed you were giving those out to kids. And finally, question. Yeah, you're you're giving them fucking uh, you're giving them out pamphlets on reverse mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <worth laughs> reverse mortgages. Yeah, starry, commercial starring Tom Selleck. Uh, question uh-huh. number fifteen: If you walked into a bar that only had generic beer choices, what do you choose? A. Alexander Keith's. B. Easy. Guinness. C, Blue Moon or Shock Top. D, maybe a cider. E, Kokanee. Or F, I'd leave and go to a bar with real craft beers. I'll start F, C Money. Yeah, F. Phil. I'm okay with a with Guinness, B. BB? Guinness, man. 100. And old school. Yeah, no, I'm a big Guinness fan. Let's tabulate the results here. All right, C Money's Mulan. Yeah. Phil's Moana. Yeah. We're going to have to automatically put BB in a certain category. Oh. The Princess and the Frog. <laughs> Diana. Right. I'll take it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, that's if that's the case, Phil's got to be Mulan. I have she's to be like, like fucking Merida or some shit. But she's not even a real princess. <laughs> Cats. Too bad they don't have anything relevant that's Polish. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Kill Bob. <laughs> Kilbasa. That's the new princess. That's the new princess. This is Kilbasa. Yeah. And her little pet pierogi. And, lo- and lots of potato. Latka. Latka. It's what she calls each tit. Latka and pierogi. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start with the most complicated man. Old school yeah. has uh, three answers at three and three answers at two. So old school prefers A, B, and C. So old school, <laughs> mostly A's, would drink an India pale ale. No way. Uh, what? A porter no or a stout or there a wit go. beer. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So coming in with six C's is BB. <laughs> you would prefer a wit beer the best. Wits beers are chill and pair great with lots of things. Like a wit beer, you like to go with the flow and adapt well to different environments. You can be sweet and fruity, but you can also have a spicy side to your personality. Wow, what is this, a Cosmo article? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say... The two uh, Phil, that don't describe BB. Phil, you're also a C. <laughs> Fruity and yeah. spicy. Yeah, exactly. So, Spice up your life. C Money and Old School both have predominantly A's. So A, you should drink an India Pale Ale. Just like a hoppy IPA, you are cool and like to be the center of attention. You have a lot of close friends who love you and are extremely loyal. You are an acquired taste and you know it. So I old school stay home all the time. How old school's got IPA? So, so old school you have A, C and B. So let's see what your B says. Okay. Yeah, I'm more C B, I guess. Well, you know, you're mostly A, B and C. You're okay. 3A, 3B, 3C, 2D, 2E, 2F. Wow. You're you're one sixth yeah. relevant. Yeah. Uh so if your answer is mostly B's, a stout or porter will be the perfect match to your old soul personality. Like a stout or porter, you can look stern from the inside, but actually very sweet and warm on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I am mostly East. 
I used to drink a pale lager. A pale lager is the perfect brew style to pair with your easygoing, laid-back personality. Your game to pr- your game to do pretty much anything if someone tells you to, and you can make a good time out of any situation. Like a pale lager, you make a great match to pretty much any meal, occasion. That sounds et more like BB. Like he's fucking chilling yeah. at. Well, BB's description was pretty accurate, minus the spicy and the fucking fruity <laughs> thing. Yeah. So, like, his was like, you go with the flow, you're chill, whatever. That was accurate. But then they yeah. all of a sudden throw in, like, oh, you're your fucking flamenco boy who likes to uh, wear pink. Yeah, exactly. This feels, like, this feels like the same team that wrote, that writes, like, uh, the horoscope every day. Yeah, it's all BuzzFeed <laughs> stuff, it feels like. Uh, so, D's and F's. So, D's, yeah. you, they would say, try a sour ale. Mm-hmm. If you gave people one word to describe your personality, unique or eccentric might come to their minds. Like a sour ale, you strive to be different and refuse to conform, but this is a quality that lots of people love about you. Many traditionalists, on the other hand, have not yet jumped on the bandwagon, but you don't care. So that's mostly D's, and then mostly F's. This is crazy. Drinking a barley wine. Mm. A barley wine is the biggest and boldest beer style there is, which is why it makes a great match to your big and bold personality. When people meet you at first, they aren't too sure what they think. Like a strong barley wine, you are complex and have a lot of layers to you. That's that's old school. So. <laughs> yeah. Do, do they have a Morton one where they just want to kick you in the nuts? <laughs> <laughs> and, That'd be and, and not vaccinate his children. And not oh, vaccinate right. his kids. And wipe his ass with a rag. Gee, <laughs> I want you to drink Hep C. Yeah. I wipe oh, myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> So that is uh, a beer time. Yeah. Uh, So for those listening, I will post the link to the article in the show notes, fill it out yourself and see what beer personality you are. So at this point, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after this. This ad is for all the fellow Canadian beer drinkers listening to this show. It's time to check out craft tap. All beer inside is about drinking and supporting local. And this service lets you get tasty craft beer from across multiple Canadian provinces without having to travel halfway across our great country. You could purchase for one-time delivery or get yourself the Craft Beer Fan subscription package. You can grab the All Beer Inside referral link in this episode's show notes and get yourself a discount while helping out the show. Isn't it time to simply get the beer sent to you? Let's drink local and help support small Canadian craft breweries. And we're back from commercial break. Uh, so we've all poured ourselves a second beer this evening. We'll start with BB. Uh, are you drinking the same thing or have you changed beers? It's still with Vagabond. They're a Quebec brewery. And uh, this one's called Instant the Boner. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's about. But uh, American IPA. And it says, for all enthusiasts of fresh hops and bliss, this mesmerizing tropical American IPA exudes a powerful sense of well-being, known to last until your next instant the boner. There you go. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. so... so I think it's it's pretty dope. It's 5.8% alcohol. And uh, yo, I'm going to give it a, a four out nice. of five. Awesome. So a uh, neat little thing about Vagabond. They're actually part of Brasserie New Deal over in Boucherville. Myself and Phil have visited them and they fed us a lot of free beer when we were just hanging out with them, which was yeah, a shocking amount, a shocking amount. Uh, of free like beer. to the point where I'm like, I have to stop. I have to drive. Phil can continue drinking. 
<laughs> and uh, that wasn't even us interviewing them, which was great. Uh, I'm hoping at some point to interview, I believe it's four breweries in the same location in the future when it's safe to interview these people again. Awesome. Phil, what cool. you drinking? Out of Toronto from uh, Bandit Brewery. Yeah. Their uh, Juice Box IPA. A very uh, juicy and crushable IPA. I give it a, a four out of five. Nice. Yeah, I'm loving Bandit. And uh, when we get back there, maybe we can actually drink a beer at Bandit instead of <clears throat> attempting to multiple times and getting fucked both times. What, I mean, what are the chances there's two different juice box beers tonight? Uh, many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot of juice box beers out there. Now there's like small juice box death or something that uh, Malta, uh, not Malta hops, Masorum. They make a small juice box death beer or Petit Jumeau. Cool. See uh, money, what you switch to? I uh, switched over to uh, Whitewater Brewing Co. And I decided to uh, kick back with the farmer's daughter. It's a blonde ale, I believe. Yeah, blonde. Blonde ale. Let's see, 22 IBU, and it's not too hoppy. Nice. Give me a second. One more mm-hmm. sip. Ah, give it a solid 3.25. Awesome. Uh, old school. Yeah, we're still on the uh, Sue Wester IPA. Cool. I switched to past interview for Origins. Their newest New England IPA called Montreal State of Mind. Uh, New England IPA coming in at 7% alcohol by volume. Very tasty, juicy, don't taste 7% at all. Get a little bit of passion fruit and peachiness to it. It's very clean, very nice. It is a solid four for me. This is a great beer, and I'd love to crush a bunch of these on the canal uh, in my kayak Mm -hmm. next summer. Awesome. Nice. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more uh, beer-related stuff. So this has been on a bunch of other podcasts, and I figure since we are all beer inside, let's talk about a condo that is completely covered with beer cans that took 16 years to build, and it's for sale. This is from People.com. Every room, with the exception of two bathrooms, has the walls and ceilings lined with Budweiser cans. Mm. So you can see it in the picture here? I'm done. <laughs> Even Holy the crown crap. molding is Budweiser cans. <laughs> Holy crap. There's a Buddha. I didn't even, I never even saw the Buddha. <laughs> it's like a Buddha with glasses, ceiling fans, gold, probably a bunch of Budweiser hats. And no surprise, calling all beer lovers, this Florida condo <laughs> might just be your perfect home. A two bedroom, two bathroom condo with its walls and ceilings completely covered in Budweiser cans is on the market for $100,000 according to today. Wait, two bedroom, two bathroom condo in Florida for a hundred grand? That's fucking cheap. Well, it depends where in Florida. Well, let's find out. After spending 16 years working on this unique project, the late owner, Mike Amolet, Amolet? Amolet. Amolet, yeah. Completed the decorations in his 815 square foot home, piling beer cans high in every room except for for two bathrooms. Kristen Adams Kearney, who listed the condo with the brokerage Kearney and Associates Realty, told today she was blown away upon her first visit to the condo. I really don't know what to think, she said. It's just such a unique place. So there we go. There's another, there's like the living room. Budweiser cans all the way up. Some posters. Yep, look at all that. It's crazy. Like even the the inlets and everything is covered in it. That's wild. I still feel 16 years seems like insanely long. If to it's, me, he drank each beer. Yeah, it's like if he drank each beer, that's crazy. Let's let's find out if that's part of it. Uh, the real estate agent who's been in the industry for 15 years said she had never seen anything like the unconventional home. Adams Kearney explained she first heard about the home through Chris Johnson, who was the representative for the property after Amolette died in June. 
Charles. He first asked me if he'd be if I'd be interested in taking a listing that was wallpapered with beer can wallpaper. And up until the appointment, I couldn't imagine where you would even find beer can wallpaper. Adams Kearney shared. I didn't know until I walked in that it was actually wallpapered with beer cans. Yeah. Bedroom. Wow. You better not it run to. You better not run into any of these walls. No, yeah. but it, lo- it looks like if you would return all these cans, you'd probably be able to pay for the house. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! It's got a mix of new and really old cans. Yeah, that's crazy. But shit, they're not. Oh my Look god, the, the kitchen. kitchen! Look at the kitchen. What was that, BB? You cut out. They're not selling that place. No, the way it is. Mm. Well, adding this is a fixer upper. Yeah, traditionally, it's not something we would normally yeah. go after. But we wanted to honor his legacy. According to Johnson, Amulet drank Bud, not Bud Light, but Bud, for more than four decades and began working on the project in 1990, four years after he first moved into the condo, which is located in the town of Lake Worth, an hour north of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so it's in the boonies. Yeah. He had a stack of Bud cans on his dining room table, stacked high to the ceiling. Every can in his condo was drunk in his condo. Johnson explained it in a written... A letter written to Adams Kearney. Mike did this by himself, Johnson added. Oh, my God. I'm wondering what he died from. I'm assuming liver failure. (laughs) Yo, look at the price of the condo. (laughs) Adams Kearney told the outlet that Amulet used bud cans of various sizes to complete the project, noting he likely hot glued the cans onto the walls and ceilings. (laughs) He even went as far as to create crown molding and took attention to detail around outlets and AC vents, she said. The agent said she's already received multiple offers on the condo since lowering the price to $100,000 this month after listing for $110,000 in August. This condo is now under contract and potential new owners are scheduled for an inspection. Looking for mold and rust. Yeah. I wonder if you could take it back to the store for like... Oh my God. <laughs> I want to bring tear, back my house. You tear it down. So estimate the square footage of a can minus the two bathrooms uh, times the 815 square feet of the condo. <laughs> how, how did they not figure out the number of cans? Like that should be your number one job to yeah. report. Yeah. That is crazy, though. Yeah. Well, it's more of the ceilings yeah. that are really impressive. I, To me, the guy who ended up getting it from the guy who passed away should just make it an Airbnb for drunks. The cans are going to get yeah. destroyed. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a great idea. <laughs> they should just, like, pick him up and throw him on the side for drinking Bud his whole life. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they reinforced them somehow. Yeah, it seems like like you can like back up your oh. chair and crush the cans. No, there's yeah. one you can see in this picture. There's yeah, one. Oh yeah, there it's is. Crushed, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, how oh, much wow. is it to, to replace one? You know, you crush a few cans, you just duct tape another can to the wall. Oh, yeah, but he hot glued a can to the wall. Yeah. I, I, I agree with the Airbnb. I think this might be a fun like people would want it just to take the Instagram photos. You know? Yeah, I, I, I can see this yeah. being rented out. Yeah. Honestly, this is a tourist thing. This is not Airbnb. You you'd get yeah. over inside of five minutes by walking inside there. No, but you'd spend the night. I think you like just if you're a beer guy, you'd want to spend. Yeah, this is a this is like an influencer pad where it's like people <laughs> take their Instagram pictures and like their YouTube videos. Like this is almost potentially a, a marketing stunt for Bud to buy this mm. and fucking give it away. Yeah, it's a hundred grand. It's not even figure, a big price. Yeah, so it's, yeah, nothing. it's nothing. It's a hundred grand. Yeah. It costs them fucking dick, yeah. and you give it away to somebody. 
there's five craft breweries near uh in that town of Lake Worth. So there's five of them yet he fucking drinks bud. Well, drank bud, he's dead. So. Or what if you had a craft brewery, you buy it and then fucking have it like as an option to rent it out. You'd be like, Oh, spend the night in the bud apartment and then come check out our craft breweries and have yeah. a package deal. There's one that old school would love. It's called Noob Brewing. Yeah, like <laughs> just just think with like your untapped results, you'd basically be able to probably do like the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ke- if you kept all your cans yeah 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 well actually well, probably more so because we do the uh the larger cans for the most part right it's yeah. not the yeah it's not your regular 355s or mostly the 437s yeah. Yeah. so 16 ounce not 12 ounce according uh as per non-imperial or it's so we use imperial per, per mulan <laughs> yeah per mulan <laughs> per, per mulan per mulan i mean i think it'd be fun 100 grand for a condo in in florida on on the water is pretty fucking good. Well, would, would you buy it? In, itself I wonder if it floats. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Your house would float. There's my, there's my houseboat that floats and I can fish from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so if he's near down, like the main downtown part of uh, Lake Worth looking on my phone, there's, he's pretty close to like the main locks of South Palm beach. There's Nobo brewing, do South brewing, Counterpoint Brewing, Matthews Brewing Company, and a brewery called This Chick is Raw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this Chick is Raw. Maybe food. This Chick is Raw. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, <laughs> this Chick is Raw. <laughs> Lots of flavors. Oh, it's a health <laughs> food awesome. place. Yeah. Why, is it, why did it come up as a brewery? That's weird. It's next to the, it's, well, depending where he is in Lake Worth, he might be near the airport, the hospital, the golf course. There's a oh my god! There's like four golf courses in next to downtown Lake Worth. Yeah, would you Florida? There's a would, golf course every six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would you snowbird this place? Would you buy it and just let it be your? Well, unfortunate reality is uh, the snowbirds probably aren't traveling. So Florida is out about six billion dollars for the next quarter. Yeah. So so in a few months you can get this for half the price. <laughs> yeah. You Florida itself is going to have to go and you Got yourself a house. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can make money with this house. You partner yeah. up with the breweries or something, man. You can Airbnb this thing. Uh, I don't. I don't think it makes. I think it does. You, you're not spending a month here. You're wanting, like, like Phil said, the influencers. What Airbnb do you spend a month at? No, but I, I'm just saying, like, there's. You're gonna have. It's a niche thing, but you're gonna have people who are gonna want to experience it. Just like, oh my god, I'm in a house with all these fucking beer cans. Ah, look at me. I'm telling you, it's gonna work. But do you like? overcharge for the rent or are you just like it's a hundred grand even if you charge like a hundred bucks a night you're gonna make it back holy shit the average price of a condo near the area is almost four hundred thousand dollars wow worst case you just fucking you literally take a scraper and then cash in all the cans (laughs) yeah Yeah, this is actually super cheap for what it is i mean i guess because the can the value you know like old school saying this is an eclectic property for probably a weirdo to buy or something. So hundred grand is an actually pretty decent, realistic price to own a, a condo, depending where it is like near the water and stuff. No matter where at this point, that's I don't even think cheap. a bank would give you a credit for that. <laughs> yeah, they would. Cause you just say, okay, There's no, what are you going to do? A hundred grand on 25 year term. Your minimum payment is like hey, nothing. Just, yeah. You do a yeah here's a fucking nickel bank. <laughs> yeah. You do a 10 year term on a hundred grand. Here's a PS five. That's my down payment. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing in it. They'll never do it. PS five is almost worth the condo itself. Well, exactly. Just get a line of credit. I'd yeah. buy it. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think it's fun, but, uh, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of work to be done in this oh, case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to renovate all that, if you can, I mean, if you could, like, pull the cans off the wall and still cash them in with all the hot glue and shit attached to it, mm-hmm. then that's probably half the price of the condo. Yeah. <laughs> half the, it's not 50 grand <laughs> worth of cans. <laughs> Dude, there's probably, like, at most, like, no, no, no. grand. No, yeah, no, you're, you're, you're trying to flip all the antique cans at, at like, a pawn shop or Yeah, something. there you go. There's probably some <laughs> antique cans there from 20 years ago and shit. He's got all this New York Yankee stuff, so obviously half he was, those uh, Half those cans probably don't even have fucking barcodes. Or no, not anymore. <laughs> This guy was a probably originally from New York. His place is plastered in New York Yankee shit. Mm-hmm. So, New York Yankees, New York Yankees in the other room. I wonder how the acoustics are in that place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's a little tinny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's not too bad. I think it's fun. <laughs> I like the concepts. I can't, it, it, um, it, you know, it, it, I've, I've, I've interviewed other Instagrammers who like their back wall is basically like bottles and cans. So it's kind of fun, like seeing what it is. Uh, I, said, I went to a beer pong thing and at some you know, fucking his name's Cody. He was like the organizer of beer pong and one of his friends. They were like these college guys and they just had the entire place covered in beer labels. So Carp, you remember beer pong? We'll have to bring it back at some point. One day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to That's bring a back good transition to our next story. Bar games, but uh, great part about beer pong. It was in a movie called Beer Fest, uh, and what mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about is movie inspired beer names. What and the, the fuck? Stories. I think you do that. You totally shit. Yeah, it was a great transition. <laughs> oh, totally shit on your perfect transition. Transition to what? Oh man, you know, beer sold, pong story. You know, sold your segue. What beer pong? <laughs> What beer pong story? The it, story it, you put in your fucking No, thing. it was, uh, it's been canceled. Oh, get out. Segways, man. But, and I'm I down can't. with movie-inspired beer names. Let's do it. All right, let's do some movie-inspired beer names. All right, yeah. so we're going to talk movie-inspired beer names and the stories behind them. So this is from, this article's about two years old. Uh, it's from craftbeer.com. So, oh, it's from 2017, so it's from three years ago. Wow. And the first can they show is the last Jed IPA. is a Star Wars-inspired beer from Tioga Sequoia Brewing in Fresno. I'm, I'm going to say something here. Oh, that yeah. is the biggest failure on the design of a can with that name. <laughs> so you put was, a fucking paintbrush and a pencil and some hops. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is all about space. Oh so, yeah. Star Wars. Yo, so, you shit the bed on that design. I was uh, reading an article about uh, beer can art over the last few years. And specifically in the last two, it's gotten better and better and better because they're starting to realize that they have to hire like legit artists and graphic designers so that not only will people get drawn to the can art, but they may actually buy a print of the can art as well afterwards. Yo, I would do right everything well. with Microsoft Paint. It's <laughs> <laughs> so not a straight line no. <laughs> anywhere. No, just Microsoft Paint. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I do I do think like a lot of people are like, oh, this can's beautiful and they're keeping cans. So there's there's an actual correlation of uh, aluminum being recycled is actually being reduced because people are keeping cans for the can art on it. I'm guilty of that. I keep uh, I keep the cans that I like. Yeah. Like this Montreal State wrong. of Mind one is is so crazy. It's like it looks like a graffiti artist designed it. They should they messed up also on their uh, description of the IPA. It should have been long, boring controversial exactly (laughs) Ah. okay so uh i mean we could read the article no sells his segue yeah (laughs) no sells your joke (laughs) 
All right. Uh, earlier this year, so 2017, New York debated whether to expand beer and liquor sales to all movie theaters in the Empire State. Nice. Did uh, it happen? I don't know if it happened. Well, that legislation hasn't moved forward. We don't know if it's happened. If one of you guys want to look it up while we're talking, we can find out. Uh, the trend is bringing beers to the movies, meaning theaters that serve continue to expand. So I know Alamo Drafthouse, they actually usually have a brewery within their theater. Yeah. Uh, for Alamo Drafthouse related beers. I know the Alamo Drafthouse, I think in Yonkers, actually has a restaurant inspired by the RZA and yes. Wu Tang. So yeah. I need to get to an Alamo Drafthouse. But that convergence isn't just happening at the theater, it's happening at breweries too. Craft breweries are bringing a little Hollywood flair to their creations, both in the brewing process and on the label. Here are the stories behind some of our favorite movie inspired beer names. Uh, so at the end of this article, I want all of us to come up with our own movie-inspired beer name. So while I'm reading the article, if you guys want to come up with something, that'd be awesome. We got the Sly Fox Chest Bockwell from Sly Fox Brewing Company in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. This Dunkelbach-inspired beer featuring chestnut flour added to the mash was brewed in February 2017 and released in April 2017 as a part of an extremely limited one-off creations by Sly Fox and Barcade, the video game-friendly beer bar. Beer bars, uh, sorry, video game beer bars are awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I would love to have a craft beer arcade bar in Montreal. Yeah. All right, name for the fictional crime-fighting character Chess Rockwell, played by John C. Riley in Boogie Nights. The beer is part of Barcade's collaboration project started back in 2010. To date, the project has featured Captain Lawrence, Captain Lawrence Simpson's Did It IPA, Smaltz Pastrami Pills, Smut Nose Coily, Harpoon Sriracha Blonde, and more. Sriracha Blonde. That sounds awesome. Uh, there is a Buffalo Wing Sauce Sour Beer out now. Nice. What? In America. I'm in. Like Texas. So Hotter the better. I've been contacting people about trying to get the beer shipped here. Uh, unfortunately, it is not fallen through yet. That's the only sad part about COVID is we can't travel to America to get I don't beer. want to. No. Beer and COVID, <laughs> yeah. fuck. Yeah, the point no, is that you can. I, you I mean, to? if there was a whole lot less COVID, then I'd like yeah. to go to the States. So. Or no COVID at all. So this year's creation was born out of a decade of mutual respect, says Paul Kermizian, CEO and co-founder of Barcade. The Dunkelbach draws on rich Vienna Munich caramel and roasted malts from Bavaria for a toasted flavor profile, but it has the chestnuts that brought the magical movie tie-in. During the collaborative brewing session at Sly Fox, brewer Brian O'Reilly warned of evil forces locked inside the chest and chestnuts. And when we started discussing the brew with the group, the idea of a chestnut box stuck out to me. It was a challenge to bringing, Jesus Christ, bringing an unusual ingredient like <laughs> chestnuts into a such a traditional style. And I am proud to say we pulled it off, says O'Reilly. The chestnut flower really added an interesting depth to this malt-forward beer in a balanced and delicious way. So wait, is the, the is the creative name that they used Imperial Stout Trooper? Uh, so that's the next oh, one, no. Imperial Stout Trooper from mm -hmm. New England Brewing out of Woodbridge, Connecticut. Oh, my bad. That's the next one. So this first one was based on the uh, John C. Oh, Riley character. So yeah. Chess Boxwell. Yeah. Chess Boxwell, or Boxwell for this case, is Chess Rockwell, played by John C. Riley in Boogie Nights. The next one was the Imperial Stout Trooper out of New England Brewing. First crafted in 2016, this Russian Imperial Stout 8.5% ABV was named as a tribute to the Star Wars Imperial Stormtroopers and is definitely on the dark side, says brewer owner Rob Leonard. Uh, Imperial Stout Trooper is a once-a-year beer release in December, in December 
around the same time, the new Star Wars, The Last Jedi, will hit theaters. So this is obviously again, back. again. Yeah, uh, we have the Pulp Fusion Blood Orange IPA at a Boulder Beer in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, since it's a Blood Orange IPA, we kept thinking bloodbath of citrus flavor while we were pondering its name, and the word pulp kept popping up. Pulp Fiction seems. A natural tie-in, says Teresa McFadden, marketing director. To give it our own twist, we came up with Pulp Fusion and incorporated the fusion swirls into the label design on top of the orange peel. And of course, says it pairs well with a Royale, with a Royale with cheese. There's your <laughs> label across the can, what it would have looked like. Pretty cool can art. Just missing the word motherfucker somewhere. But yeah. uh, The last yeah. Jedi PA from Tiogas. Uh, Sequoia Brewing Company, Fresno, California. They dropped the beer during episode eight teaser on April 14th. So that's a while back. Let's see what we got here. We want to support art in all its forms. And that was the idea behind the Art Hop series, says Mike Cruz. So this is a part of a series of IPAs. The Last Jedi PA is a double IPA and is brewed with Vermont ale yeast, hopped with Mosaic, Citra, and Equinox. It was limited edition. So those are only like four. I'm sure there's more. I know, like we've, we've talked about celeb beer teas, as I like to call it. So Tom Green has two beers with Bose. Sam Roberts Band has a beer with Spearhead Brewing in Kingston. Will Wheaton has a beer with... I think it's Stone Brewing, as does Metallica. Also has a beer with Stone Brewing. Speaking of Stone Brewing, they're dicks, so fuck those guys. Whoa. Yeah, they're suing Ooh. any they're suing any other brewery that has the name Stone in it anywhere. That's retarded. Wow. In America. Are they suing Stonehooker? Uh, in America only. Oh, okay. So there's a brewery called Sandstone. They're suing them, even though Sandstone is one word. Uh, they're yeah, suing them yeah. for that. And they're also suing them because they trademark the word arrogant bastard for a beer. And they're trade. They're also suing any brewery with the word arrogant or bastard in the brew and the beer name. That's stupid. Yeah. They're cocksuckers. I, I hope they go out of business. Mm-hmm. They're, they're your third biggest craft brewer in the U S behind Sam Adams and dogfish head. Hmm. The thing is like, I'm assuming craft beer people, they're very internet heavy. If that gets out and the majority of people find out about this. Oh, drop them. Every, every other yeah. beer podcast I listen to are just shitting on them. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I'll never drink fucked. another stone beer. I think they're um, fucked, dude. I'm the same way. I was, uh, I was talking with a beer blogger and she got a message from a local Quebec brewery saying, please stop tagging us in your beer photos. You're ugly. The brewery wow. wrote legit, legit wrote that to her. So I asked her what the brewery is. So I do not ever buy their beer because they're What's dicks. The brewery? It's called Lobiva. Never heard. They're new. Yeah, they're very new. So they're they're pretty irrelevant. So I don't know why they're saying yeah. that. So yeah, like hey, breweries don't be dicks. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy because it's very counterculture to what the whole brewing industry it is. is. Helping it is. each other right. out, being fucking chill and open minded, um, and, and that's fun. like wine wine esque. Yeah. You could. Yeah. Ask myself and Phil, every single person we've spoken to, interviewed, had beers with, some of the best fucking people on the planet we've missed. I mean, look at the Flying Monkeys interview that recently came out. Oh, I only have a couple of cases of this beer left in the world. Hey, you guys want to try it? Wait, what? <laughs> yes. yes. So, uh, Flying know. Monkeys is awesome. I don't know. Sometimes... Uh like copyright and, and trademark and stuff like that sort of gets in the way. That, that's the problem though, right? Like every business yeah. inevitably gets away from the focal point and finds ways to make money through some kind of like secondary 
method and and if it's through lawsuits if it's through like copyright whatever it is Mm -hmm. these people are going to find any way to claw their way to the top and then they can just start picking off smaller breweries absorb them and so forth right well that's um my former employer the it guy was from mexico and the large brewery in mexico so uh in mexico there's a large brewery and uh once they see a startup starting to be successful they will instantly go and buy it out right away in mexico so Hmm. it's unfortunate but that's cartel run yeah so besides that guys uh we're talking about movie inspired beer names Uh, what do you guys have we'll start with old school what hackers beer have you come up with motherfucker i came up with two (laughs) okay i was just looking at movie names and like and and no joke i didn't steal this from anybody like i didn't just do a like a, a similar article and steal it i got two one's a logger called it's like baseball theme it's called bad news beers <laughs> okay and my second one's a hazy ipa it's called hazed and confused not bad you should incorporate cannabis or hemp in it okay what the fuck do you got there tough guy like what, what's your fucking <laughs> actually both exists. of those are pretty good and by the way oh. there is two hazed and confused yeah. both by flying monkeys uh, yeah exactly oh, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna it's say hard. i have it in my beer fridge right now yeah, hazed, hazed, hazed and confused two or hazed and confused one I think it's <laughs> the second one let's go with bb the movie guy the former all beer inside champion uh, all beer inside movie trivia champion Shoot, man. I didn't even know we were doing that, man. <laughs> I don't have anything. Just uh, whatever Too Lazy to Lives. Uh, so what was uh, the movie you were in where China African? You could make like a China African ale or something like that. Shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, anybody you else? You got it there. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got two, but one I, I found out afterwards is somebody else already did. All right, C-Money, what do you got? So the first one that came to mind immediately, just because we joke about him all the time, it's got to do with Arnie, but right. uh, and it's also one of my favorite movies of all time. So Predator Pale Ale. And I said, get to the hoppa. <laughs> that, was my, that was the one I, I, I made. The second one I thought I was being smart with, but somebody already created mm-hmm. in California somewhere, but Mrs. Stoutfire. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. good. Nice. nice. <laughs> And I didn't. I thought. I thought it was being creative, and then there's like fucking some guy in like I forget where I saw it, Placentia, fucking California or something. Mm. <laughs> I, give, I give them credit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it already exists, but ales from the crypt. But you kind of add the caveat at the end, so you uh, make it ales from the crypt, demon Kavike instead of demon knight. Mm-hmm. There's also what was the other one I had? Shit. No, shit. It's not shit. <laughs> it's not shit. A <laughs> okay. I mean, you could make a John Wheat instead of John Wick. It's John Wit. Sure. And you just have a picture of Keanu shooting people up, so or shooting hops at people. That'd be pretty cool. Like for the adding the kind of can art with the beer, you make the John Vit instead of John Vic. You could also make a Baba Yaga style beer because he is the Baba Yaga. You could do an entire John Wick series when you think about it. So those are kind of my general ideas. Yeah. And, and anything horror related, you know, something with critters where you make like a glitter beer or something like that that would be funny or beer with hair in it, but that would be disgusting. Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I mean, anything with the living dead, you could be like living, living walk of the living dead, shit like that. So there's a lot. I'm sure there's already hundreds that exist. So. First, no one went what like the play on Hellas. So like Motel Hellas, Hellas Razor. <laughs> 
Hellas could, in the Cellus. Instead yeah. of uh, chopping mall, you make balking mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drag so. me, drag me to the Hellas. Yeah, exactly. So those are some ideas. I've always said if I were to have a brewery, I already know what my naming convention of, of beers would be and the kind of designs I would have. So it's not porn movie stars. inspired, but just porn stars. No, no. Yeah. It'd be all it'd be gods and demons and all that kind of stuff. So, but like all the gods. So there'd be like. Uh, the Zeus's vickle and and things like that. Those are my ideas. Though, so. And you know, if I had a, like a production brewery where I could have twelve beers at a time, type of thing. So. Awesome. So, speaking of gods. Speaking of what gods. A, what about beer pong? <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, no, it makes no sense whatsoever. Okay, so uh, I guess obviously prior pandemic, uh, Post Malone wanted to start up a world beer pong league. This is from Delish Calm. Post Malone might be starting a world beer pong league, so sign me up. It's all on the wrist. <laughs> From Alexis Marillo back in July of... T- oh, so I guess he's planning it post-pandemic? <laughs> I would hope so. I hope so, jeez. Let's get together, play some beer pong, drink some beers, some <laughs> virtually <super> events. <laughs> Virtual beer pong. Yeah. Ugh, but look what he's got in his hand. I know. So, yeah. Bud light. Bud lit. Well, I mean... So that that was like the big thing when we would play it at Watsuki's. What's a Haim table? A what? Where you see that? Right in right below, like the first paragraph or something. Well, second I'll paragraph. Uh, but I was talking about our beer pong nights at Watsuki's. Like we'd be drinking like five, six percent beers. We'd be getting super fucked up pretty quick. Where you should be drinking <laughs> a lighter beer that's like four percent and under. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, dude, those beers were so full of fucking cat hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like if a, if a ball fell to the floor, yeah. it somehow landed behind his computer and fucking came back with like a wad of cat hair. Oh. So a year oh. and a half later, after we stopped playing beer pong at his house all the time, he gave me like 12 ping pong, 12 balls. He's like, I found these while I was cleaning oh. up. Nice. I still have videos from that most debaucherous ping pong or beer pong night at his place where he almost fell through his bathroom door where he backed up and he tripped yeah. on the edge of his stairs and fucking like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Fell backwards and like rolled into his door where he almost like frog splashed your beer pong table car. Yes, which is not cheap. And, uh, and where I face fucked him, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, there were some wild nights during uh, that first year at, at Watsuki's house. Yes. Because the condo, we never played beer pong. The house is where we start. And we drank yeah. a lot. It was it was the beer pong baseball. Okay, it's uh, Carp, Duff, and Sea Money versus Watsuki. Yo, it was uh, like 40 to two. and GC. <laughs> 40 to 2. <laughs> yeah, we almost killed them. Okay, uh, so Post Malone wants to start beer pong league. Uh, looks like our boy Post Malone is up to m- some more shenanigans. According to files obtained by TMZ. Dish, dish, dish. If you look at the video, it has those TMZ hit the screens. Uh, Post and his team have filed a trademark for the name World Pong League and are looking to create a legitimate competitive league of beer pong players. The paperwork apparently explains that this name will be used to brand official tournaments, competitions, events, and exhibitions. It will also be used for merch, of course, and that is rumored to include glassware, plastic clips, ham tables. Yeah, that's a typo. Game tables. It should be game okay. tables. Yeah, I think so. Because the G and the H are next to each other on the keyboard. Yeah. So proofreaders don't exist at delish.com. Really not. Uh, cup racks, pong balls, and casual sportswear. 
I ask see money like real tournaments. Guys show up in like ba- uh, basketball jerseys with their ball gear, fucking logos, ball gear, setting out like they're looking at a, a fucking basketball tournament. These guys are like six, six foot six, fucking reaching, pretty much putting their arm <laughs> in the other cup. <laughs> they're just dunking the ball. Yeah, just dunking the ball. I mean, until I explained to Kembo how it really worked, he was like, "Oh, I was the worst ever at beer pong." And then I'm like, "Well, dude, you can do this. You can reach and stuff." And then he's like, "Oh, I'm the best beer pong player ever." (laughs) So since I'm six four, so although although a project such as this one is out of the ordinary from Post's typical musical work, it's no surprise considering his very public love for Bud Light beer and beer pong. Back in March, he helped host a star-studded virtual beer pong tournament that included guests like Machine Gun Kelly and Rob Gronkowski. The tournament was streamed online and all proceeds were donated to coronavirus relief efforts. Okay, that's cool. I'm okay with that. He even has a Kansas City Chiefs tattoo that he got after losing a game of beer pong to Chiefs player Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, it's safe to say he's a seasoned beer pong player. The plans for his World Pong League are only in very preliminary stages, so there isn't much information out there about what's planned, a timeline for this project, or anything else. But as long as it has Post Malone's name on it, I'm sure it will be well worth the wait. I mean, myself, Phil, C-Money, we were looking at doing the Orleans Beer Pong Tournament before the world shut down. And that's supposed to be one of the bigger ones in Canada. What's the table brand that you have? Because that's an official... So... The official ones are by bpong dot or bpong is the company's called or it's bpong.com. So I have the official rack where you can re-rack properly from the 10 to 6 to 2 uh 10 6 3 1. I'm trying to find it but it's sold out everywhere but it's a nice rack where it's actually it's the same rack but you can fill it up with water put it in your freezer so that you could actually drink beer like cold Fills beer while you're cup. playing instead of the beer getting warm. Uh they're super hard to find. They're still selling the cups obviously the legit cups and bpong does I mean, I think it was supposed to be tournament number 11 this year, but it got obviously pushed back because of uh, this stuff called COVID. Uh, but the official tournament, I believe the prize is $65,000 in Las Vegas. Nice. For the World Series of Beer Pong. Nice. So who who runs the World Series of Beer Pong? So the company's called Beer Pong. Okay, so it's, I mean, yeah, he just wants to set up a second league, but yeah, I mean, if this is already established, I... So you guys want to listen to the World Series of Beer Pong 13 promo? I, I know what you're saying, old school. So the reality is he's probably going to just draw like celebs. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but listen, if he's got the name recognition, it's not like yeah. this is it's not like this is the NHL. Not too many people probably know about. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's going to be the WCW to the uh, yeah. WWE. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, people can try doing the XFL again, but yeah. 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 We're from, for trying. Yeah. So <laughs> I know originally the World Series of Beer Pong up till 13 was actually, it would start on New Year's Day in Las Vegas, which is already dangerous enough. And I know like it's, it's like the beer pong when we play at the bars where it's not, you don't drink while you're playing, you drink your own beer on the side because obviously if you're at a bar, these uh, pong balls are falling on the floor. And even before COVID existed, you wouldn't drink out of a beer where the ball hit the floor before it went in your beer. Mm-hmm. So it's the same concept. They do. It's up to you if you want to drink while playing. I believe myself and C Money actually set up beers on the side of the beer pong table once to drink for every cup we sank. Yep. So, Mm. but yeah, so like, let's watch the World Series of Beer Pong 13 promo and give it a, give it a chance. So it's, it's only like a minute and a half video. This is like what, 10 years ago at this point? 
uh, three years ago, actually. So, for example, there was a beer pong tournament at the AMC uh, okay. back in the day. Uh, myself and Watsuki, I believe C-Money and everybody else was busy, unfortunately, that weekend. Uh, so we were out after like four games. Still. And Dude, we played. you and I almost went to the semis. Yeah, yeah still. Yeah. But uh, the, week, the weekend me and Watsuki played. So you're allowed doing this thing called distraction. You don't, you don't cross, you don't touch the ball. You just talk shit. Okay. In beer box. Uh, so we ended up playing these guys out of, I think Philly or some shit like that. Uh, we're playing and, and we beat them the first game and it was, it was 10 bucks each. So tw- 20 bucks a game. And like, Oh, we only got American cash. And that was the one time, like the one year that the Canadian dollar was worth more back in 07, 08. It's when myself, Watsuki and BB were at the same company we were working at. At the time. So we beat these guys. They dropped their 10. We're like, cool. Uh, Watsuki was drunk. And he's like, what the fuck is this? It's not even worth 10 Canadian. I'm going to take your US fucking greenback and wipe my ass with it. So right away, they're like, okay, double or nothing. Because wow. I got super pissed off. So we play again. And we see the guys' girlfriends behind them. And Watsuki's like, yo, you know, if we beat you, we're going to have to fuck your girlfriends tonight. <laughs> what like, the hell? Just, he starts wow. going into them, right? And they're shooting bad and stuff. And I'm like, dude, keep going. Keep going. Keep it something. So we beat them again. They're like, oh, fuck this third game. Triple or nothing. So we play again. And he keeps, he keeps melting off. I'm like, so one, either we're going to die. Or two, yeah. these guys are going to shake our hands after for playing like a great game. Mm-hmm. We beat them again. We beat them by like two cups in the last game where the other two games we beat them by like six so i'm like oh fuck so one guy comes up he's like <laughs> and he's breathing super heavy i'm like uh oh <laughs> good fucking game man he hugs me i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's sportsmanship so yeah it's i'm sure like the amount of talk- things fair and love and war yeah yeah exactly yeah he's talking about like fucking their girlfriends and you know wipe his ass with their money because it's worthless and stuff and i'm just like this is fantastic <laughs> it's not personal it's so, beer pong no it's beer pong that's the, it the old watsuki yeah yeah. Not anymore. Okay. The new Watsuki would run for days. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of us sit down and just get drunk. So yeah, let's check out this World Series of Beer Pong 13 promo video. At the Benihana the inside of the Westgate. <laughs> it's at the Westgate. It's like and play. Ooh, that's loud. of beer pong enthusiasts are coming together right here in the valley to battle it out for the title of World Beer so Pong So that black table is <laughs> Even your grandma's, <laughs> grandma's play. Nice. Oh, okay. Head cup. <laughs> nice. like chris jericho was about to hand him a briefcase yeah (laughs) so i don't know if it was myself and c or c money and i uh we played against a guy who made the finals at world series of beer pong seven and he fucking smoked us like he yeah so just didn't miss yeah no he He missed one cup 
Wow. He made the finals. He didn't end up winning uh, with his partner there. Uh, they were called like the Can-Am Connection or something, and it was him an American guy. But yeah, yeah, this this guy was a beast. He's he's fucking ridiculous. So look, uh, it kind of sucks that we can't do beer pong obviously in person right now. But uh, when it comes back, if there's a league startup here in Montreal, uh, I'm looking for that weeknight fucking sport that I can't play during the winter. So let's. Go out on Thursday night, drink some beers, and shoot some pong. I'd love Even to... if it's post Malone, I'm in. Let's do this. Yeah. So <laughs> I know there is a bar downtown that has beer pong, but I don't know if it's like you could. So in, in B pong, you could play this thing called satellite tournaments, where you actually win your way to Vegas. Wow. Or we can just go to Vegas and sign yeah, up. Yeah. Or you could just go to Vegas and pay the entry fee. Yeah. So, but it's, so, so it's almost like Poker Stars, where you can play these <laughs> exactly tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to do it. I think uh, a good uh, barometer, if we have a chance to do it, would be the Orleans Beer Pong Tournament. Right. Uh, unfortunately, I do think if Phil and I get to go as this show, we'd be doing media and not playing beer pong, but who knows? So. I mean, we're not going to, probably not going to go all the way, so we can still do media. Yeah, it'd still be fun to do media and play <laughs> beer pong at the same time. Unless there's like a whole training montage, like... <laughs> Ahead of <laughs> this is just your montage, montage, <laughs> just like South Park, just throwing like balls in, in during winter without our jackets. Well, because when was it? It was March, right? March or April? I forget, but it's yeah, it's around there. Yeah, it would have been awesome. Uh, spending a night in Orleans at a cheap Airbnb with a group of people who want to play some beer pong it would have been great. Yeah. Okay, uh, at this point, we're going to take our second commercial break and we'll be right back after this. Hello there, this is Mr. Fourth Row, and I'm here to invite you to listen to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. The podcast that talks about all the great wrestling, wrestlers, and events that we have happening in the Colorado and surrounding areas. You can find the Wrestling with Altitude podcast in any of your favorite podcast catching applications of your choosing. And we're back from commercial break. So we're grabbing our last beer and then it's our Kickstarter. Uh, last beers. I'll actually start this time. I have from Barncat Artisanal Ales out of Cambridge, Ontario. The Double the Juice Double IPA. It is an 8.5% double IPA. Very juicy, almost like in New England. Super tasty. You do not get the 8.5% at all. This beer is a four. Phil. You might know. Are they new? Gal- Gallicus? Uh, six months yeah from gatineau quebec yeah i guess so so they were on i had created a list of gatineau interviews for us before the world shut down again and they were interview number uh two or three on a weekend that we were going to spend in ottawa yes nice because uh yeah i'm I'm drinking their sin west coast ipa uh, 6.5 percent abv and it's a solid west coast ipa very no uh Barely tastes like the, the bitterness and the hops and, and everything, but it's a very crushable West Coast IPA. Give it a I, four. I love their can art with the. Oh, like, yeah. They're, they're like Silver Surfer yeah, type yeah. deal. And then on his face, they're like hieroglyphics and stuff like that. So Yeah, we got to get cool. to them and Cinquième Baron or Fifth Baron. They're also new, right? Yes, they're also very new. Uh, Gatineau is starting to explode with the breweries, so hopefully they can keep it up. Right. That way you drink in Ottawa and then you come back to Quebec and you drink in Gatineau. That's it. 
Uh, old school. What are you drinking? So I've actually run out of beer, and uh, so it's it's quite urgent <laughs> at this point. I mean, I either gotta rob a fucking dip on our, but in the meantime, I raided Bones's cider storage, <laughs> and uh, from Alma Compagnie de Sid, this is Willy Sid the Brew Petillant, Petalent, Petalent. Old school translations. Point yeah. gum. So how is it? That's yeah, a cider. <laughs> uh, so I, do, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but I know myself or Phil and I, Whippersnapper, they're starting to craft soda, which was yeah. fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. And then I had a craft seltzer at Long Slice, which was like drinking cherry juice. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the craft breweries are starting to realize, hey, we have to expand our portfolio, and their portfolio just also includes more delicious beverages. Yeah. Just like Wu Tang Financials, you got to diversify. You got to protect your neck. Diversify you your bonds. Still one of the best skits ever. Yeah. Continuing with delicious booze. See money. What are you drinking? I can't continue with the delicious booze on this fucking garbage. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not a big Pilsner fan overall, but I thought I'd try some. So I got this one from Thornberry Village. It's called Pickup Number Twenty Six. Uh, 140 IBU. Fucking what? Very. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wait. A Pilsner has 140 IBU. <laughs> Sorry, scratch that. I had my finger over it. 40 IBU. <laughs> <laughs> Your finger over it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, should it be the opposite? That should be like a quadruple IPA with more IPA on top I of wish more it, IPA. Let, let, let me put it this way. I wish it had 140. It's just fucking... So, see, just, honey, you went in the wrong order tonight because you started with like hoppier and then you went to less hoppy. You're actually supposed to start with lighter and then go to hoppy. Well, fuck you very much. <laughs> so I'm drinking the beers that's in exactly, my... Exactly, yeah. Thanks for trying, but Jesus Christ. Look, if you need me to re-educate you on how to properly drink beers. Two, yeah, two, two classes. Two, two classes. classes. <laughs> how, about I tre- how about I teach you how to do a transition? Ooh. Oh. Oh. It's hard. Well, I, I am actually starting to push my penis inside my body, so that's oh, that kind of transition. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got me beat there. All right. All right. <laughs> Enjoy. How the hell do we segue? You want to drink it? It's a two, by the way. So thanks for asking. How do we get out of the segment? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whose uh, turn is it? It's your turn, B. My turn. All right. Yo, check it. <laughs> Collective Brassicole Ensemble. That's the brewery. Mm-hmm. Boucherville, Quebec. It's an American IPA, 6.5 alcohol, and uh, 60 IBU. Nice. And you know what? It's amazing. I'm giving it a five. Wow. Wow. Yes, sir. Oh, we got to get BB on the pastry stouts and see what he says about those. What? Oh, dude. uh, So... Chocolate uh, raspberry fucking cake. Chocolate raspberry cake. I'm just jizzing thinking about it. Uh, It made no (laughs) sense. And then there's the Black Forest cake beer as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, the kind of walkie one. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, been a couple that guy. of fives. He's amazing. There's been a couple of fives on the show. Yeah, he's evilly good. Yeah. Oh man, I think the bacon one got fives too. Uh, uh, bacon was up there. I, I four point seven. It was at least yeah. a four point five, four point seven five. I don't think it was a five across the board, but it was up there. Blueberry mm-hmm. pancake that got five. Oh, yeah, blueberry yeah, pancake was up there. That. Blueberry that was pancake. Ridiculous. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
But BD, first thing we, I want to do post COVID is Kanawaki Brew Company. Okay. I mean, there's there there's you could go to the brewery and buy the beer, but you can't like drink obviously on location. Yeah. But Kanawaki's lucky enough that they get around our stupid, stupid Quebec laws. Uh, they can actually deliver on other Kanawaki ground if they want. Yeah. Crowdfund this. So last episode we were talking about investing in Brewdog. Let's go back to board games. So this is called the Belgian Beers Race Board Game. It is on Kickstarter, or was on Kickstarter. It's actually uh, finished at this time. Uh, we'll play the video, I'll, uh, and then I'll say what has already happened, and then we'll go from there. What's wrong with these people? Tokens. Backgammon of beer. I know. What the hell? Wasting I'm beer. Excited. Just let it go. Brought to you by Great Big C Belgium version. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Russell's Belgium. So this in puberty. It's like a board game, or was that just their travel? Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. I think it was their travel while they tried to create a board game. So it's a fancy tapestry-looking thing. Have a crazy race through Belgium and its breweries. Visit as many breweries as you can. Buy their beers and drink with moderation throughout a three days competition. Optimize your trips across day English the country. Travel by bike, by public transports, or hitchhiking. Meet your opponents and drink with them, but watch your blood alcohol level. Hangovers and other obstacles await you. 
Ready to start? Go on your own Belgian beers race, but do not forget at the end of the three days, be back at the Brussels Grand Place to celebrate and declare the winner. Okay. Uh, so you got a campaign in, I think it's German or Dutch. Belgian or Dutch. Dutch. Deutsch. Deutsch. So uh, when it, during its time, it had a 1,142 backers for 81,000 euros, mm. which is pretty fucking good. Well, at this point, all board games on Kickstarter are pretty much just yeah. pre-orders. Yeah. All right. All right. So mm. let's uh, let's go past the let's look at this first thing. So the core box it was fifty euros. That's expensive. You got uh, transport yeah. cubes, yeah. one component set per player, and all these other things. And that was fifty euros. So it's either a dollar fifty, eighty, sixty-five, seventy-five was the all-in. Sorry, seventy-five euros for those who are listening. Uh, was the all-in pledge, which is the deluxe box, which contained three exclusive expansion packs. So okay. there's expansion on the game already. Two hundred forty euros was for breweries. For breweries. Like you oh, okay. So if you if you own like if you own like a yep. brewery and then have like games. Yeah. Two fifty was the connoisseur pack, which was the deluxe box plus Brussels Breweries tour. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, you get the game Postcode. and a brewery tour, but I guess you have to pay to... 250 euros, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially while well, you're paying, what, 50 bucks for the game? 50 yeah. euros for the game, and then... Still. And that was the last the one. Comes. So they actually had 20 backers at 250. Mm-hmm. 23 at 240. Okay. I think this was their big one. 597 at 75. Oh, no. Yeah, 597 at 75 was their big one. I mean... You sh- so that was the game plus the expansion packs. Okay. I'm I'm wondering about this though because it's like it doesn't really explain that you have to go to the breweries to play or playing with the breweries in hand. It's so confusing. It's not like, clear. Not no. at all. It's like, are, am I supposed to like play this every single day for two seconds? Mm. Well, three days yeah. apparently for two seconds. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I don't there's the, no. Yeah, there's I don't no kind of rules. Breakdown of what the rules actually. It's probably further down. And... Yeah, yeah. Because if I roll a die, dice or whatever, mm-hmm. and then and then I gotta go to a fucking brewery, man. That, that's half of my day. I gotta I'm guessing you're picking hiking shit and get raped. I'm guessing you have like challenge cards and stuff like that that you have to roll or something. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are in this. Well, so, so here, uh, why back now? Okay, so that's no. Yeah. It doesn't actually no. explain the the. The rules. Okay, someone explains what the, there's a preview the pre- here. So they ex- yeah they explain what the breakdown of the game is. First of all, nobody in this video looks like they can actually handle a lot of beer. So <laughs> that board looks yeah. like it'll never get completed. The you know, biggest- and oh, you're not you're not drinking. Just it's just you're and, and money brings up a good point. Every video we've seen, they they all look like fucking lightweights in in the vid. Like, yeah, that's true. True. (laughs) It's just like it's not believable. Like, throw us in a video, and I still say we should probably do one of these one time just to see. But like, throw us in a video. At least we kind of look like people who could fucking take down a couple of jumbo pitchers in a given (laughs) night, right? Like the the last guy, he pulls up a fucking beer and puts it to this. It would look like a fucking pubescent teen at the <laughs> bar. This kid takes a sip. It's like, oh shit! Well, well someone's got to call his grandma to pick him up now. Yeah, no, the guy looked like a forty-five year old, like four foot eleven dude who hasn't like talked to a woman in five years or so. But then, like the chick, but then the chick, she orders a beer with a mask and then just goes into some random guy's front seat without a mask. And then sprays it all over the floor. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you didn't you didn't sell me on anything in this one. There's no, no story. 
I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, There's so many more. plane pieces. Yeah, it ju- you just <laughs> like, look at it. It seems like, very complicated. Because what is a- the fuck is this, man? It seems like a lot of board. How complicated it looks. I mean, yes, it's, well, it's a it's a it's a year old board game. So they they love to do math and calculate stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true all german board games is just pretty much like so uh, at the end of the game collect all the pieces this is one this one is worth two this yeah. is minus one and this is blah 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 i don't know like it, so if like not with the real but the concept they're showing is like you actually have to go to breweries and, and move your pieces and stuff they're not if you associated a board game to let's say old school buys five beers from this brewery I go buy five different beers from this brewery, fill, blah, blah, blah. Like we each buy five beers from a brewery, let's say, or huh. or less or whatever, how many breweries they put on the board. So let's say it's 10 breweries. We buy two beers from each brewery. And then there, our mission is to like, oh, I landed on this brewery. I have to drink the beer. Then that's a little more of a better concept, I think. Yeah, it's not, it's not a drinking game. This is purely a Euro board game. This yeah. Is- some weirdo, weirdo Euro. <laughs> it has meeples. It has like dyes. It has like... There's a tokens. Fucking, there, there's a cheese token. Yep. yep. <laughs> a cheese token. Like what the fuck is that? Well, we did get to try beer and cheese from Boita Beer Abot. Oh, I'm sad that that's closed, man. That yeah. was barrel fun. box. You mean that the barrel box? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, but they. So I, I hate to say it, but they weren't. Uh, every other beer store in Montreal where C Money lives, but maybe they weren't allowed to deliver where. Like we got beers from Cheers and Decapsular and and all the other places. Not even all places deliver. Like Malta Hops, this is so, deliver. Yeah, they don't have to. Yeah. Oh, their their problem was they only did Quebec beer. Right. Only. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but that's Malta Hops and uh, Decapsular. Yeah, yeah, but they're bigger bigger places. First of all, dude, Malta Hops is a skinny little closet compared to Barrel Box. <laughs> to me, Barrel Box was a skinny closet. Oh, no, no. Their, their big half. thing that made the money was actually the kegs. Oh, okay. And brewing their own beer. Yes, they didn't. Anyways, nonetheless. Okay, so the Kickstarter sounds like a resounding no. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch how to play the game after this, but yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not big into the Euro board games anyways. <laughs> Look, we've, we've only supported one so far, which is still sitting at old schools. Uh, it's his purchased game. It. It's his game. Yeah, no. Oh, fuck, it's still in my house. I don't even know where it is now. It wasn't it sitting over the other fridge, or oh the... yeah, okay, I know where it is. Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, the other thing they were going to pass me that you picked up at our gift exchange, which unfortunately we might have to put on a back burner this year. I mean, you can do it virtually and actually send each other like gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> just send me an Amazon card. I'll send. Oh, you we exactly. just all send each other Amazon gift cards. Yeah, and somehow the the, sh- the shitty chocolate ends up being in the mail. <laughs> oh, I'll get. I'll send, send you all FedEx. Shitty chocolate, old school. All FedEx. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna return to send with fucking <laughs> anthrax no you need a uh, rice and like that quebec chick tried to do to uh the former potus but oh, like yeah. she's a fucking retard like she, yeah, yeah. She, she literally writes on the box this isn't fucking rice or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like, she's a fucking idiot it's like, clearly gonna get stopped at the border all right guys so at this point we'll do plugs and final thoughts uh because it's been a wacky wacky episode but it's because it's a wacky, wacky time. So when things seemingly return back to normal, uh, we'll go from there. Uh, plays and final thoughts. We'll start with C-Money. 
All right. Uh, first plug is uh, there's change in the air, so keep wearing your masks. Keep uh, doing what you got to do to stay healthy and keep others healthy too so we can get out of this and we can all uh, see each other at bars real soon. And the second plug is uh, the one we're putting in the Republican Party. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't really care at the end of the day. You guys do you. <laughs> Uh, fantastic. Uh, BB, where can people find you if they're, if you want them to find you on the internet or other things to promote? Plug in Too Lazy to Live Productions YouTube channel. Check out Too Lazy to Live Productions.com for uh, their shop. Now they have a uh, merchandise. Check it out. Old school. 450podcast.com. Uh, new episode this week. And yeah, I, I'll double what C Money said. Wear a mask and stay safe. Uh, if you'd like to provide a, commercial for this show that'd be great would you provide a commercial for the show yeah sure awesome. <laughs> i thought you're gonna no sell it yeah uh phil where can we find you uh i still need to eat so uh support spearhead games actually if you if you actually buy a ps5 i think you still have access to the ps4 store so buy omen site buy stories of path of destinies and uh Wishlist Project Wished on, on uh, Steam. Awesome. I know Stories is still available on the PS4 store, and apparently it can transfer over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you should be able to play Stories, at least Stories from what I read, uh, to go forward, Yeah, which would be great. For us, I currently have a graphic designer working on t-shirt designs. They may be out by the time this episode comes out. You'll be able to find the t-shirts on the website for merch. I'm going to be doing t-shirts, hats, and hopefully mugs, uh, depending on the website I'm using. As for myself, just a quick at Killer Carpetium across the board is where I can be found. As for the show, we are allbeerinside.com and at allbeerinside on all the social medias, including our YouTube interview show. And as I say, at the end of all episodes, drink crafts, not crap. Here at All Beer Inside Incorporated, we're committed to bringing you the finest of beer tasting shenanigans. During our research and development, we strive to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we do here. Our latest collection of sounds compiled by randomly singing and insulting each other have been clinically tested to ensure our golden caliber of excellence. And by clinically tested, I mean I got drunk and played them for this guy, Billy, who lives down the street. I think he works in a clinic. You can never tell with Billy. When you are listening to a All Beer Inside podcast, you should be confident of the fact that it is composed of vibrations that form a mechanical wave of pressure and displacement which travel through the air, where they are transmitted to your nerves and then relays information to your temporal lobe, where it is registered as sound. We guarantee to bring only the finest of beer tasting shenanigans with the comfort of our golden promise. They will always be between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz, the range of human hearing. Go fuck yourself. No, kids are disgusting. All of them. Full germs. All kids are disgusting. Full of COVID. Disgusting, gross kids.